Hello, girls and guys, and welcome to episode 46 of the VR Inside podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show that is live streamed every Saturday on Nathie's YouTube channel. You can tune into the show live at 7 p.m. in Europe, 6 p.m. in the UK, and 12 midday in Central US. If you missed the live stream, you can catch up with the whole show as I re-upload it every Sunday to my own YouTube channel at Virtual Reality Oasis. Or you can check out the audio version, which is available on Google Play Music and iTunes and also SoundCloud. Can't forget that one. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback during the show, please put them in the chat. We'll try to answer as many questions as we can. Now, if you're new to the show, let me introduce you to the team. First up, this guy is the latest member of the Guardians of the Mechaverse. <laughs> it is, of course, Nathy. How you doing, dude? You all right? What's up? Yeah, I'm doing uh, Coolio, and uh, it's very warm outside, so I, I'm just going to stay inside my Smeagol cave until it's over, until I see rain dripping on my my window, because at this yeah. moment, like, I'm melting, seriously. It's so hot. Oh, my. It's like we're all praying for winter to come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we pray in circles to the, to, the, to the winter gods out there. I hope yeah. they will listen. It, it's, it's, it's difficult work, VRing in this kind of oh, heat. Yes. You know, exactly. we push through, we put our bodies, hearts, minds, and souls on the line for you guys <laughs> and girls to bring you the freshest news each week. So I hope yeah. you guys and girls appreciate it. So next up, this guy likes to go backwards really fast, as fast as he can. <laughs> he really puts the pedal to the metal, you know, and that is, of course, Rowdy. How you doing, dude? You all right? I'm doing great. Yeah. I mean, the weather has been great here. It's a bit warm indeed for VR, but uh, at least I can do other things then sometimes as well. So uh, yeah, no, I'm doing good. I'm doing very good. Wait a minute. You've been doing other things? What is this? <laughs> other things? What, is, what does that mean? Yeah, is that like outside? Is that real life or something? No, mostly, mostly sleeping. Mostly sleep. Catching oh, up on sleep. Like, okay. yeah, that's what I've been we'll doing. Let, we'll let you off this time then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the next guy, he is a proud father of a brand new baby Oculus Go. So congratulations in the chat for Zim's new little VR baby, please. <laughs> Yay. Oh, congratulations. Oh, yes. oh, so Dude, beautiful. Is it a boy or a girl? Turn it away from the window. Oh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm pleased to, to see that you did get another one though. And I'm sure we can sort of touch on that a little bit when you uh, talk about what you've been up to this week. I'd love to know how that all kind of went down in the end. Cheers. Um, so uh, yeah, let's uh, see what we're going to be talking about in this week's show. We're going to be talking about the future of the VR Inside podcast. Uh, we reveal what we've been working on for the past few months and talk about the future of this show. So uh, very interesting indeed. Uh, we're also going to be talking about The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners. Will this be the zombie game that we've all been waiting for? Well, we'll find out. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the virtual link, a uh, new connector that is going to allow us to just plug ourselves directly into the matrix. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just joking. It's just a new card connector for graphics cards, but it is a big deal nevertheless. So we're going to be talking about that as well. And then finally, we're going to be talking about my hands-on experience with a VR180 camera. So I hope you guys and girls enjoy this show. But let's start off the show with finding out what everyone's been playing in the metaverse this week. And let's kick it over to Nathy first to, uh, to see what you've been up to, dude. Yeah, so uh, I, I should say Mecca first, by the way, because yeah. we, uh, Mike and I, uh, tried uh, Archangel, the new update, mm. and uh, yeah, was interesting. Let's say it like that. I, I still think the the single player of Archangel isn't the the, the best one out there. Uh, maybe Rowdy will disagree because he played the entire thing. I just played like let's say half of the of the game. Mm -hmm. um, but the multiplayer uh, on the other side is uh, is uh, really nice because it allows you to just move freely, 
play against your friends in a death match. You also have a uh, PVE uh, mode that's like an arena, like a wave-based uh, uh, shooting mode. I like the, the death match a bit more. So, yeah, Mike and I tried it. They paid us to do it, by the way. Um, but we had fun like we did in the previous uh, match, too. We're noobs. We have no clue how this game works. We're just yeah. like, okay, let's just jump in. And we still didn't practice. We're like, yeah. oh, I just pressing some buttons. Oh, shoot. Yeah, okay. Shield, bam. Okay. Done, you know. Um, but we're, we're getting better, right? Like, this mm. is the second or the third time we played it now. Yeah. And, and, and then the more you get into it, the more fun it gets. And the good news is, is that it's now free to play. So that means that everyone can just, uh, you know, uh, jump in there. Uh, there was one thing that I still think is strange. I saw this on Steam. Some reviews said that there was like spyware on this mm. on this game. I don't really know what that is all about. They said it's now gone, but the fact they uh, put it into the game yeah. is sketchy. So let's hope it's gone now. I think it's safe to play, but no promises on that. But let's say if, if, if you don't care, they are spying on you. Well, then I, I it, think but still. It seems like the spyware was there to gather information about your play time and oh. what you kind of did and stuff like that. It wasn't yeah. like uh, malicious in any way. It was more like you say, mining data about your play time and usage, I think. But isn't every game doing that in a way? I would imagine so in, in, in some way, shape or other, like, you know, even Steam itself knows how long we've played stuff and, and yeah. that data is publicly used. So I, I understand why people get upset about these things, but it has been going on for so long now that I, I think, you know, you shouldn't be surprised necessarily if you hear these kind of updates from people. Yeah, it's um, just the program yeah, that they're using is a little bit sketchy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in terms of Archangel, I would agree that, you know, we had fun with it. Uh, in terms of like mech shooters out there right now, it's it's a pretty decent complete package because it's got a bit of everything for everyone. You know, if you just want to play single player, great. If you want to play with your friends, you've got multiplayer and co-op, and now you can get a taster for it and a feel for the game by playing it for free as well. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty decent yeah. all-rounder, I would say. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy they, they uh, uh, made it free now because when we played it the first time, there was no one on there. So yeah still, like going for the like the the freemium way is, yeah. is 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 the best you can go for at this moment because what they do is you can play the death match for free you can mm -hmm. buy the uh pvp uh the pve mode if you want to and you also get some skins with that but you don't have to it's 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 up to you but yes, the death yeah. match is free so it's it's up to you if you want to spend some more money on the on the is, game it, and then just chart sorry i was gonna say is it pay to win with that no, 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 no. It's just, just uh, cosmetic. cosmetic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not yet. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen later. Who knows? Uh, and then uh, in, in Shard, I also played a Furious Seas. This is a, well, let's say a, a, a pirate VR simulator. And uh, yeah, you can control a ship. You need to uh, control the cannons. You need to do everything. You're like the, the captain and you need to do all of it. Uh, it's funny though you have a crew but they are just not really helping you so you're just like running around trying to grab the cannon and then the the the, the wheel and but uh it, it's fun it has a storyline so that's that's new like we have seen pirate games before where but they were always very basic and this one is like okay you need to find this guy and you're like ar yar yar and he's just talking like hey we need to find him and there are more ships coming and it's it's nice it's an early access uh it's not like completely ready yet let's say if you want to support the developer in a very very early stage then 
you should do it. Uh, otherwise, I would just wait and see if they uh, uh, got a roadmap uh, ready to go. Because at this moment, they don't say that much on Steam. They're like, uh, yeah, in the future, we want to uh, complete the single player and make the experience better. And I'm like, well, uh, just tell us what you are going to bring out and when, because this sounds kind of cloudy, you know? Yeah. But uh, right now, there isn't that much content on it. But uh, I, I hope that this will become a, a full-fledged pirate game because they are mm. rare. You don't see that well, many. What was pirates. the name of that one, Nathan? Curious, Curious Seas. Seas. Okay. Yeah. I have to say, out, out of all the pirate games that I've seen uh, out there, you know, in terms of VR ones, like the sea itself looks... Looks very good. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, yeah. graphically, the sea physics and mechanics look really nice. Yeah, yeah, I just want to see a multiplayer, that's all, because it's still a single player. And I'm like, I, I just know. want Mike to run around on my ship uh, cleaning the deck and, and Rowdy just shooting the cannons because Mike, you can't trust Mike with cannons. And then Zim can, uh, can be the one that just uh, sits in the like, nest. like my Gibbs, you know, Zim is like my Gibbs. He's going to tell me where I need to go. <laughs> Right. That, 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 hey. That's my team right there. <laughs> Rowdy, is there any multiplayer game that you like? And like, you're like, I don't want people. Just get the people out of the game. <laughs> no, good. Like, like VR for me is like a lot of ways like to like, I mean, I, I like playing with people like, so like, like you guys, but I, I'm not the kind of person who's going to go with some randoms on a ship and like try to like <laughs> figure stuff out. I don't like that. You know, what I like if the, if the game has a solid single player campaign and I can escape from all the mess that I'm always in every day. That is for me, like, you know, the coolest thing that I get sucked into a in some kind of story, immersive story, uh, role playing that or whatever, like that, that's what I like. I like to, to be sucked into a, a story or a different kind of world, different from the one that I am. And then, uh, you know, have some, have some good time over there. Those are the things that I like. Yeah. Like this, this, is, this is like soon when the oasis is a real thing, you go to like an, a, a mysterious forest that's like abandoned for years and Rowdy's living there in his little hut, you know? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's like a I want set. I want set. We had a good time. I was going to ask you guys, how does it, how does it compare? Um, Nathie, I guess if you're the only one who played it because it's not multiplayer. Um, how does it compare to like Rec Room? You know, the bit that we did with <laughs> do that, Rec Room. And PD said, by the way, they're adding swashbuckling. Which I understand by that is sword fighting. Mm. Interesting, uh, because Interesting. yeah, that, that was like the rec room was all about the the sword fighting, right? I loved it. It was, it was this good. is just like controlling a ship at the helm and shooting the cannons either side. Yeah, that's yeah. it. It's all, it's just, a and you have like bells on the yeah. right and left that and can make your ship go faster or slower. Very exactly. much a ship pirate game as exactly. opposed to a pirate yes. yeah, yeah. running around You're... with the dodgiest swords man ever created yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. but That's... i think you know maybe if we want to play together like a, a pirate game then crooked waters is also one that came out recently that yeah. we could maybe check out uh because that is a multiplayer one and mm -hmm. you can you can control different elements of the ship in that one but yes, I agree. In the end, a Sea of Thieves game in VR, like a mix of Rec Room and, and, and Furious Seas, and etc. Yeah. That's what you want. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Cool. Or so Assassin's what about you, Creed in VR. Oh, you, want, you want Assassin's Creed in VR? You just want to murder Assassin's people? I want to <laughs> it's only because it's single player. Oh, I see. Watch, 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 watch. boy. That's <laughs> no, no, true, of course. That's what I want. <laughs> well, what I, to be honest, um, Jumping yeah, in a pile of hay from like six floors up would be cool. Awesome, definitely. Yeah, that's true. That would be that would be cool. Yeah. And just climbing stuff. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, so and you that can works smell energy with that that yeah. thing, you know, that device. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, let's find out well, what, what I played. Is what I played. <laughs> uh, so I I played Fury Seas as well, but uh, since Nate already okay. covered it, I'm not going to talk about it too much. Um, mm -hmm. And I played a lot of Seeking Dawn. I mm -hmm. really wanted to dive since we talked about it last episode as well. Yep. I wanted to dive uh, further in uh, to see, you know, what else was was kind of like going on. I'm kind of like. Um, at a point now that I don't really feel like I really want to continue anymore, even though I didn't get to like the, the part that Zim set where like everything got like really light. Um, <laughs> so that, <laughs> yeah, that it's a bit of a shame, like uh, since, but I, the game feels pretty buggy. Like after a certain stage, like I had like, I think in one video that I made, I have like three game breaking bugs, like that really like, you know, tore the game apart. I had one time that my left eye just stopped working. Um, and the only thing I could do was kill myself, which was kind of kind of wow. horrible to do. And then the second one was that uh, all of a sudden, all of the shaders in the game, like they turned black, like pitch black. I couldn't see a thing anymore, except all my enemies could still see me. So they started chasing oh. me and murdered me as well. Um, I think, is it just like a blank out eye? I had yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I had the same thing even early in the game. That's strange. How did you solve it? Fucking didn't. It, it it went away it's after a playing. while. No, no, no. I just it, I just I literally just like I was playing and I just like closed my eye. I'm like, guys, I'm just gonna brute force this, and yeah. no one on stream could see it because I was casting my right eye, not yeah, my left right eye. eye. And yeah. then it flipped and it went to the other side. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> and I was like, maybe, finally, you get to feel my pain. It was totally. Maybe weird. you got shot in the eye by an enemy, and that's like what happens. They just yeah, like yeah. some kind of immersive <laughs> feature that we're missing, like a point of. Like, but I, I was like sucking on those uh, those medical nanobots like the entire time, but they didn't seem to do anything. Like maybe, maybe that's why. Like you need to inject those in your bloodstream to be effective. Yeah. But they haven't figured you're, it out you're yet. You're not supposed to drink it. You're supposed to douche your eye with it. That's the that's the mistake <laughs> you made. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, maybe I'll still continue it later on. Um, but at this point, I made like a couple of videos, and it kind of gets a bit. I mean, I don't like the crafting system. I don't like the um, the, uh, the the grinding survival. of like resources. The the yeah. survival aspect is like non-existent for me. Like the only thing <laughs> is, it's like a trigger of uh, food and water. That like runs down and that's it. Like and then the guy keeps on saying every time that I'm in a firefight, like, "Hey, I'm thirsty." I'm like, oh, <laughs> so, annoying. Uh, so, so annoying, so annoying, so annoying. Yeah, but I so, mean, says Mike game, as he so... reaches for his water bottle. Yeah. Mm. Oh, up until this point, I mean, I still had fun with the game, but I'm now like I think two hours in, and the fun is like a little bit gone. Like, yeah. it's not. It's not like I still kind of want to because I'm a little bit of a completionist in terms yeah. of like story-wise i still want to you know what's going on with the story and how far the story goes but at the same time it's not really and also people have been saying it because i've been talking in my discord to people like say asking like you know what do you think of this should i continue with the series and they were all a little bit like yeah it's getting like a little bit boring now you know it's not really like the, the beginning was exciting and in the ending, like the last episode, it started to get like a little bit boring. Like the only the yeah. only reason why they still watch it is because I give like funny commentary. And that's not good mm. for a game. Like it needs to be a I, bit more than that. What still blows my mind is the trailer. Like I watched the trailer a couple of times yeah, for the, the last so few good. days. And I'm like, this is everything on the in this trailer isn't in the game. Like mm -hmm. you could actually climb in the trailer. I see the guy grabbing plants going into a tree. I, I see slow motion. I see a gun reloads that are the most epic thing ever. Yeah. The way you, you, you go into your infantry as well. 
yeah, you, yeah, you could like, like, yeah, and that's that's what you said, like the the survival part where you could let's say uh, uh, kill an enemy and then also grab its uh, like like limbs and things and then maybe cook them up and eat them. Like that's a survival game, but it's mm -hmm. not in the game. So everything in the trailer that yeah. should have been in there is not there and 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 that's yeah. a shame i mean mike and i made a made a long video about we spent around five six hours in the game yeah as you said like i also don't feel the vibe of this game and that's something you can't really fix if the survival system isn't there and that that yeah. crafting uh, uh thing isn't there then this game is nothing new it's nothing yeah. unique that's what it's that's like what uh, the game unique. it's like what pd is actually saying in the chat like paradise decay says seeking dawn i would prefer a shorter experience without the grind and the health pro prompts which I think yeah. would indeed be a lot better if you just narrow down to the story aspect alone, uh, yeah. keep a multiplayer co-op, because I think that's a cool thing. It's one of the only uh, games that are doing a co-op single-player game oh, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. on, on PC at least. So I think that's a, a really cool thing. Um, they would just remove like the survival aspect, the grinding, the the cooking, the alien burgers. It doesn't fit with the the, the alien burgers really trigger me. Like, uh, like why am I like some kind of, you know, like... Yeah. <laughs> like some kind of like high profile soldier <laughs> being sent to save a team and i'm going to be cooking burgers on the freaking planet yeah it doesn't make burgers. sense you're right yeah just <laughs> yeah. it doesn't yeah, work a lot of, a lot of stuff doesn't make sense and like they you say a lot, that, a lot of that stuff they just added to the game to pad it out and if they just removed all the padding then it, it could have been something a bit more interesting but you never know they might update it make it yeah. a better game who knows yeah definitely. Who knows? um but yeah what about you zim what have you been checking out this week uh, more, more, more than I thought. You know, I sit down and you like write the list out. Uh, I'll mention a few titles. So you mentioned Stifle. We mentioned Stifled before. Mm, so I, yes. I checked that out, uh, which I got to a section where there's this little kind of blobby, almost alien child thing that's screaming at you and running after you in the dark. And I just decided, yeah, that's enough. Um, so I put that <laughs> to the side. Um, Played Synth Riders, uh, kind of an indie game, uh, which, again, by the soundtrack, you think, oh, this is going to sound pretty good. It did. Didn't really like the game. Um, I'd tell you more about it, but it really just left a kind of not the best taste in my mouth at the moment. I'll let him spend another two months on that. Um, as, as you mentioned, I was reunited with my Go, so I had a lot of fun uh, yesterday. Got to play, um, actually, the uh, Poker VR launched on PC two days ago uh, for Rift, and that's them coming back again because they used to be called Casino VR. They were out... Yeah, two and a half years ago, um, really early days before the Rift even launched. And um, it's good to have them back. And so now they've got, you know, cross-platform across Gear VR, Go, um, and uh, and Rift now. So that is great. It'd be able to talk to people, you know, overseas and get to know people. I find it's the best social experience mm -hmm. that I have in VR at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, and then the two other things was uh, this AR game that we'll be talking about, Walking Dead and Moss. So mm, yeah. I think before I've probably had a dissenting opinion on Moss. Um, yeah, I remember and that. I, I had played the demo on PSVR twice and I was like, I'm really not convinced about this. So I gave it a go on PC and the amount of detail that they pumped yeah. into the game in such a consistent artistic format yeah. um, throughout the first, I've played probably three and a half hours of the game so far. Yeah. Hugely convincing to the point where it was like, for me, it was immediately... I was convinced, yeah. and the I saw audio the audio alone of it. The audio is so everything. Good. Yeah. They've the way they piece yeah. the game together. They have polished this thing like a gem, uh, and mm -hmm. the first couple of hours was really good. I think the puzzle aspect to me is a little overstated in the game. In that, I would almost have felt better if it was a bit easier going scene to scene. But mm -hmm. obviously, that would have taxed them on developing these these stunning environments. But yeah. they use scale like 
so few VR games really take to bed. I mean, you look up and it's the proper forest and it's not just like generic forest background. They've taken time to craft it. So if, if you haven't had the chance, I'd say, and I, I would isolate my feedback to PC VR. Yeah. Boss on PC VR, absolutely do it. Like yeah. find time to, to play that game. It's very yeah. good. I totally agree. You must be so close to the end now because uh, I, I finished it in one playthrough session. I think it took me about three and a half hours. So yeah. you, you must have been like really exploring, but um, you, you, you'll be close to the end. <laughs> I would it's say it's just slow. But the end, is, the end is, is, is kind of satisfying in a way. It does have a nice payoff, I think, in my mind. Yeah. Um, so I'm so, I'm so happy that that Moss is like the flagship of like third person titles. Yeah. I felt like Lucky Still was trying to like pave the road for it for, for that whole genre. But now we're getting there where more people accept it and they're yeah. like, it's actually good. Like a third Fantastic. person game is like going back like it always feels yeah. like you're going back to the old school days where you're just sitting there with your gamepad playing the game and you're it's like great. just it's 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 so yeah. nice I love it's, but the it's, way it's, that it's they the meld one. the gamepad workings with touch controls like yeah. you actually get involved um and i like the way they play between the characters it's not too much yeah. um and it, to me it's I, I, the, the only other game that i would say is on par with it you know sonically visually story-wise is probably chronos which mm. is just the only thing that I have to say about Kronos is that Kronos is so feckin' long. Yeah, I, I put so many hours into it. It's so tough. I actually couldn't finish it, even though I was yeah. I wanted to. I was literally beating my audience to death with Kronos, and and I was like, I just can't do this anymore, guys. So yeah. if you're interested in single player titles and you want to sink hours in between, kind of Kronos, Edge of Nowhere, Moss. I mean, there's there's loads there for you. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, Moss for definite. Highly recommend that one. So uh, this week I played a, a, a different game, sort of very unknown sort of game. It only came out this week called Naked Sun. Now, it kind of dropped on Steam and it's available for the Rift and the Vive. And it's the uh, VR title, first VR title they've ever made, a London-based studio called Door Z Studio. Uh, so I thought I'd just like hop in, check it out. And uh, it's basically an on-rails arcade shooter. So the kind of story is very basic, you know, uh, bad AI is taking over the world, ki killing off all the humans. You're uh, an android sent on a secret mission to infiltrate the base and take down the AI mothership and save the humans, basically. And uh, it's kind of got a cool, like a uh, little story narrative. Like they, they talk to you through like a little microphone delivering you like uh, mission updates throughout the whole game using code names and stuff like that. It is a bit cheesy. Like there's a woman in there. She's like, oh, you're so good. I want to marry you. So it does get a bit cheesy in there. Uh, but it, it was enough to keep me kind of intrigued as to where this was all going. And I ended up actually just playing it right to the very end in my first playthrough, but it was only like an hour long. So I just kind of got drawn into it. It's kind of very sort of basic arcade shooter, basically. You know, the first part of it, you're on a train. Then the next level, you're on like an elevator and then you're on a train again. So you're constantly moving through levels, but just shooting enemies as you kind of traverse through them. Uh, but it's very slow, so it's not particularly motion sick inducing. Uh, but the, what's the, the gunplay. What's the motion, Mike? Like, what are you actually? Are you moving your character? Or are you? No, no, no. A... You stand static, uh, oh. and the, you're standing on a train that's moving through the environment, and you're shooting enemies as oh. you travel through it. Okay. So it's kind of like on rails kind of shooter. But the gunplay and the gun physics, they're very nice. You know, you've got two modes, a single fire mode and an auto mode. And when you switch them, you kind of, your gun transforms in a really cool, satisfying way. Uh, but unfortunately, it was only three levels long, which only took me about an hour to get to the end of the game. And then it did the, the, this thing where it's like to be continued. And I was like, 
are you freaking kidding me that a game is doing this again? Like, this is the second game in two consecutive weeks that has done this to me. In, uh, How is it called? How is it called? 18 Maybe Floors. So 18 no, no, Floors, no, no. the game this that one. only has... Naked oh, Sun. Right? Yeah, so 18 Floors is the one I played last week, puzzle yeah, game, yeah. only has two floors. And then you've got Naked Sun, which only has three levels uh, and is only an hour's worth of gameplay, but again, doesn't state that anywhere in the game's mm. description. Yeah. So again, it's one that I, you know I can't recommend. Again, it's kind of like I don't want to become this guy that's always the one that's going like this is really annoying. It happens. It just kind of feels it's like the it's, season. Happening. it's the season. Yeah. Didn't something happen with the, with eighteen floors that they changed their uh, description now? That well, it, yeah, yeah, because it contains two uh, floors. Yeah, I contacted Oculus about it because I said that this was super misleading for consumers, and then within an hour. They had changed the description on both Steam and Oculus. Um, so Oculus had obviously got in contact with them and said, you know, they're right because it's completely true. And then we got an update from the developers of 18 Floors saying that the next two floors will be available in quarter four of this year. And I was like, okay, so at this rate, at this rate of update, we're not going to finish this game in like till 2040 or something ridiculous like that. So it's, it's crazy. But yeah, Naked Sun, it's stupid arcade fun, very basic. I did get drawn into it a little bit, but I wouldn't recommend it now because the game isn't finished. That's pretty much my summary. Also, the, the sun is naked anyway, right? <laughs> Don't look at the sun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah where, where does the naked sun come into this? I'm kind of curious. I have no idea, to be honest. I, I, hope, I hope that it's sun with a U. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Rowdy just crossed the line. <laughs> okay. An invisible line. <laughs> okay. Swiftly moving on. Let's talk about some quick news. Uh, so first up, we're going to be talking about Echo Combat. Uh, Echo Combat, if you didn't pick it up uh, and check it out on the open beta weekend uh, a little while ago, you'll be pleased to know they've opened the beta up again this weekend. So it started off yesterday, which was the 20th of July, and is running until tomorrow, the 22nd of July. Uh, if you're going to miss it this weekend, though, don't worry. The devs said that they're going to be doing these open beta weekends uh, regularly up until the game's release. We don't know when it's going to be released just yet, but um, from what I understand, people have been jumping into it and having a lot of fun. Uh, I haven't personally checked it out myself. I don't know if any of you guys have had the opportunity to do that. No, no, well, none of us really like because like, none of us are really like real competitively driven players, right? Uh, we all kind of a bit like Rowdy, like to stay in our own Smeagol caves and play single player games. Um, but um, from what I hear, a lot of people say it's very good if you if you like that kind of thing and that's your bag. You know, it's kind of similar uh, sort of movement, uh, sort of team based thing as Echo Arena, but this time you've got guns and you have to deliver a payload to the enemy sort of uh, area, a bit like in. A bit like in Overwatch. In the chat that it's pretty awesome, though. Apache yeah, yeah. says that it's awesome, and Paradisica yeah. also really wants to try it. Uh, yeah, and Apache though, also right? says that uh, we should still try it, even though you're not competitive, because it has a very nice co-op as well. Yeah, I'm sure it has. Like, the community around these games is so great. You know, they're so welcoming. Tend to throw, show, like, newcomers the ropes and stuff like that as well. It's, so we should try and jump in at some point. I'm curious about your guys' opinion on this, because I haven't really... Um, kind of watched each of you closely enough to determine if you cover this kind of competitive game like aside from your personal likes and dislikes do you find because i find for competitive games like like this one generally they're not great for an audience because like you'll, you'll watch it for like 15 minutes you get the gist of it and then it's super repetitive it I think, depends on I how think good you are 
Oh, exactly. Yeah, and I was going to say, race, you know, yeah. if, if you're like the lonely viper and you're like a ninja at these games, then of course it's entertaining to watch because yeah. they're so good at the game. It's a bit like watching Ninja play Fortnite. He's just so freaking yeah, good at exactly. the game. It's entertaining I to mean, watch. But... I've seen lately that Viper has made like a video where he was like catching the grenades that people threw at him just to throw them back. Like if yeah. I try that, you know, the only thing that you get is like me blowing up, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it really well, depends I mean, on how good I mean, you are. It, it also depends on, on, on what channel you run, right? Like, I run a VR channel where we review games, experiences, and apps. So I just play this once. I make a video mm. about maybe twice where there is an update, and that's it. So I don't have time to also get really good at a game because I already need to go to the next one to review. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of hard to uh, to like catch up with the rest in, in that sense. Absolutely. But if you're interested in this game, like I say, you know, you can go and check it out for free this free. weekend. Uh, uh, so yeah, enjoy it while it lasts and then until the next open beta in a couple of weeks, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so next uh, bit of quick news, uh, Resident Evil 2 remake. Uh, so it was announced at E3 this year that the, the Resident Evil 2 game will be completely remade. Now, it's not going to be like a, a pretty reskin like the original uh, Resident Evil remastered game because that was just a reskin of the original game. This is mm. completely being remade from the ground up but using the same story. And I was really chuffed about this because um, Resident Evil 2 kind of holds like a little uh, sort of special place in my heart because it was the first game I ever bought using my own money that I'd worked for, you know. It was, a, it was the summer of 1998 and I remember it dearly. And I've been like, I've been spending all my money that I've hard-earned cash uh, on games ever since then. So it's kind of like the one that started it all. So, it's, it sounds uh, like you made a song about it as well. Like, you know, what is summer, summer of 1998? Of 1998. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so you were, Mike, I, I was curious about this because I, I knew we had this up, but like, are, do you guys, have you before VR gotten yeah. into horror games? I mean, obviously, Mike, your answer mm. is yes, you've done Resident Evil. But like, yeah. for me, VR and horror was like one thing. I didn't play horror games before VR. Uh, I was into it before. So I played like all the Silent Hill games, played all the Resident Evil games. Yeah. I hate yeah, it. Yeah. I hate playing. I love watching horror movies. Like, I really yeah. like watching horror movies. Like, the scarier, the better. But as soon as I need to... Play, even, like, on a 2D screen, like, it, like, freaks me out. Like, I, it, yeah. I, I get always too attached to those kind of things. Like, you know, like, mm. I get too much into it, yeah. I guess. It's, yeah. it's great. Like, I love third-person horror games. Like, I recently finished The Evil Within 2. It's it's really oh. nice. Like, ah, the, the, yeah. the way you just go through it. It feels like a movie, usually, like like the horror games. Mm. And, and I was very excited for Resident Evil 2 as well, like the remake. It looks so mm. nice. And I still am. Like, I want to play this even on a pancake monitor. For but, sure, uh, for sure. I, I think Mike is to break the news a bit here. But, yeah, so that's uh, the thing, because, like... You know, I thought the game being remade, you know, Resident Evil 7 doing so well for PSVR. I thought maybe there's an opportunity here to, to make oh, this, this one in, in VR oh, as well man. for PSVR. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, uh, in an interview with the Daily Star here in the UK, uh, Capcom producer uh, Sayoshi Kanda basically explained, we're not thinking about VR currently. Uh, given that the camera perspective is over the shoulder would mean that VR is not best suited to present the game. And he said that VR doesn't match the vision for us. So mm -hmm. unfortunately, we're not going to be seeing a VR version of Resident Evil 2 Remake. Uh, but if you do want to see some Resident Evil 2 content in VR, you ah. can because there yes. was... Uh, a dude from the community called oh. Crying Horn, he basically recreated the whole lobby area of the Raccoon City Police Department uh, in the Unreal 4 engine. And um, if you go over to his YouTube channel, Crying Horn, uh, you'll see all his levels that he's built and you can download them for free and check mm. them out yourself. And I think me and nice. Nathy both did a video on it, actually, I yes. think. 
Yeah. Um, so is there any news on on uh, this game being a, a first person uh, uh, title too? So you can switch to first person because Evil Within, for example, no. was a game that you could only play in third person for a while. And then later yeah. on, they added a first person. If that's going to happen, then you could say like, hey, let me just turn on Firefox and bam, you just make it a vr game yourself yeah i think they're sticking with a third person over the shoulder view kind of with that cinematic kind of vibe yeah. uh, a bit like what was it um dead space you know that kind of oh, feeling yeah. of like yeah. claustrophobia and you know oh, fear yeah. which kind of works That's very true. well for that genre but i don't I think have to agree with their decision though because i think over the shoulder in vr when i've seen it done and only very few things it's not worked great um, mm. The one that I remember is probably From Other Sons, which is better played uh, first person. But you oh, can kind of sure. play it in that weird ghosty mode where oh, the yeah, character's so walking in front of you. And to a degree, you it's get like that your soul's of... leaving your body and walking on. It's just so yeah. weird. That's they thought so... it was revolutionary. But um, <laughs> any other yeah. over-the-shoulder games that you guys can remember from VR Library? Over-the-shoulder. Was uh, Overkill one? Rare. Was Overkill, Overkill one? No, no. Yeah, the military no. one? No, 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 that wasn't at all. Kind of a little bit like Gears of War. No, no, no. No. What about the ape game? Uh, oh, Planet of the, the Apes. Was that that was a little bit no, like that. that? That was you saw your fairy arms, didn't you? It was like first person view. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, so but there were places where you'd like climb or walk or something, and then again you mm. ghost your body. But sure. I, I, I'm actually behind it. So if they want to make it a you know, 2D game, go ahead. I'm really curious though if any indie studio has played this over the shoulder thing. I, I wonder. That if is it interesting. Work. Yes. Like it's it's not that they explored enough of that just yet. I haven't seen many people really, but it's kind of tricky to make your whole game around that. That's for sure. If they just add it as an extra that you can turn on, then fair. But yeah, don't. I, I actually don't know if uh, if it will work that they'll turn into a, a first person game because with a lot of those uh, Resident Evil games, uh, a lot of the stuff was also not rendered behind like uh, kind yeah. of stuff. Because yeah, uh, I, I know that I watched that one channel where they 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 completely break the game and they get like those floating cameras to see like what's behind the walls and like where ah, these yeah, kind yeah. of persons come from. It's, it's really awesome to see. And uh, with Resident Evil, a lot of this stuff like like pops in and like you know like it's actually hidden behind <laughs> the wall where it goes yeah. up. And, uh, <laughs> so I, I I don't know if that's actually something that is even maybe they have to rebuild the entire game if they go from over the shoulder Probably. to the first person view. So yeah. Don't it's a shame, but I'm looking forward to the game nevertheless. But yeah, sure. you know, it is a shame. So, uh, okay, so now this is where everyone's going to get triggered and the audience is going to get triggered. You're going to get triggered. Uh, you guys get excited every time I mention this company on this show. So we're going to be talking about Valve uh, and <laughs> the information about Valve being a Gamescom. <laughs> Gamescom. Oh, my God. So I'm going there. Yeah. Like I can check out the games. Like, uh, oh, you're gonna play Half Life Three? You're gonna play it? Yeah. Like, like Zim. It's gonna be like, released. Can you give me any advice on w which, like, of the three games I should play first? Did, did anyone see? <laughs> did anyone see the Twitter post that Left made that? Right, that's the one. You're yeah, gonna have to remind me. You're gonna have to remind me. So what we, we had it. We had an episode when we were remember, talking about these games. Everyone was losing their minds. It was like a bull I, in a china shop. Like everyone was going crazy. All I, was, all I remember was just just black rage, and then I remember some awful like puzzle game or something. What was it? What do we know from that they communicated already? That was going to be VR okay. again. So basically, it's kind of a bit of a ruse because. Although Valve are going to be at Gamescom, they're not going to be at Gamescom. Yeah. So, and I'll explain why. So, I did a bit of research about this because I was like, I need to know more. And there was a guy that's got a YouTube channel called Valve News Network. Now, you have ah. to kind of take this guy's information with a pinch of salt as well because we don't know if he's a reliable source. But he's got a very sort of legit 
channel that focuses on Valve news. And he's been going for a long time. He's got a big mm. subscriber, big audience. So I, I think he's fairly trustworthy. But according to him in his video, uh, it's not Valve that are attending. And like, as in like Lord Gaben himself presenting himself there and, and blessing us with a new title and giving us the peasants what we want. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I think what's actually going to happen is Valve GmbH yeah. will be in attendance, the which business. is a European subsidiary of uh, Valve. And they oh. deal with like the tax, the financial stuff, security and legal stuff. Yeah. And basically, we even know right now that they're going to be located in Hall 3.2, which is a private business only hall. And that's basically where they just do these like meetings, networkings with developers to sort of talk about like getting the game on Steam. Guess who has tickets for that? Okay. It's me. But this I'm is the thing, you're not going to learn anything no, new. No, no, but I need a, like, like uh, Mike, can I like borrow your letter so I can just put it against like their business uh, booth so I can just look over it and see what they're doing? We can live yeah. stream that. Like I'm going to be your like reporter. On the on the show floor. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I look forward to it. I look forward to it. They'll be like, "Yeah, what do you want to know?" I'm like the legal department of Valve. <laughs> <laughs> I just had an epiphany here, guys. Now, just just hold, hold with me here a second, right? Half Life. You're all. You guys all know Half Life. You know the characters in Half Life. Look at Nathy for a moment, okay? Rowdy, let's get him big screen. All right. Look at Nathy for a moment. <laughs> age in. him. Age him like 50 years. His head He's going to turn in. Hold on. He's going to turn in to the G-Man. <laughs> the G-Man. <laughs> Mr. Freeman. You going home in the wrong place makes all <laughs> the difference. Oh, I love those quotes. The, they've been going. Quotes. Apparently, the, the Valve GmbH have been going to Gamescom like every year. Oh, okay. Recently, and now now so. it's suddenly news. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I, I, someone's triggering everyone somewhere. But let's put it this way. The last time Valve attended an event and announced a game was CSGO. So it's been it's been a full friggin' one. CSGO? Yeah. How long is that like? A long time ago. <laughs> so I, like, I remember the trailer for CSGO landing. My God, yeah. that's old. That was before so Mike bought his Resident Evil game. Imagine. <laughs> Could be around that sort of time. Could be. Could be. So, uh, yeah, you can either ignore what this guy's saying and, and have your own beliefs and still pray for Half-Life 3, or you can... <laughs> you're just, like, triggering everyone, and then you're like, yeah, you know, I don't know, but... Uh, yeah. just, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. Who knows for sure? <laughs> Chat has said V-Man. They have also said he's got a three on his shirt, Half-Life 3 confirmed. <laughs> Oh, of course, that is lit up. You see, yeah, of course. I got it. Yeah. Oh, we got seven hundred yeah. viewers now. I'm joking. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to our main topic, and we've got an exciting one to talk about first, and that is the future of the VR Inside podcast. So we actually touched on this at the end of last week's show, but we're ready to talk about it in full detail now. And for the past six months, we've actually been working behind the scenes uh, on something new and different, so we can sort of evolve the show. Uh, if you're a regular of the show or you follow us individually, you know, we've always hosted the show on Nathie's YouTube channel. And then on a Sunday, I always re-upload the show on my own YouTube channel. So that's kind of how it's worked since it began, which is about nine months ago now. Now, the whole show has kind of been a test, right? We kind of, it's always been a test all along. You know, we never knew this was going to take off the way it did or be a success or be something where we, we wanted to continue. It was always just to see what people uh, think of it and if people like it. So 
the test is kind of over now. You know, it's been nine months. People like it. <laughs> we still enjoy doing it. We've got the dedication to turn up every week and we love, you know, chatting and having fun and, and just delivering news to you guys and girls and just kind of doing it in a fun way in our own sort of style. So what we've been working on behind the scenes is a rebrand. You know, we want to take this show to the next level. And to do that, we need to break free of a specific channel. So we want to break free from Nathie's channel. We want to break free from my own channel. So we're going to be moving to the show to its own dedicated YouTube channel. So, But it's also going to be under a different name, right? So we're going to be calling the show from here on out. Well, from the 11th of August, it's going to be called F reality so that is the new show name um so you can find a link in the description right now to our new f reality youtube channel there is nothing there right now there is no subscribers it is literally zero we are starting from scratch and if you go over there and subscribe turn on notifications in three weeks time on the 11th of august we'll be starting the brand new show there so it will stop being uploaded to my channel it will stop streaming on Nathie's channel and we'll continue to stream on the new F reality YouTube channel from there. Yes. So the other exciting thing is that, uh, you know, from, from your perspective, nothing will change. The format will still be the same. We'll still live stream it. The live stream will be up for a little while longer Then we'll take it down. Then we'll re-upload it with the better audio source. So you'll get the freshest and best version of the show. And then audio listeners as well, you won't have to do anything. If you're subscribed to the podcast on iTunes or any of the sort of um, podcast audio uh, uh, platforms, you won't have to do anything. Then you'll just notice that the name changes on the 11th of August to F Reality and the numbers will still continue the way we've done it so far. So we got our first subscriber. Yay! Nice one. So yeah, there we have it. We've kind of been working on this behind the scenes for oh, such a long time now. So it feels long. so nice to kind Very of long. tell everyone about it. Very um, good. We've been working yes, a yeah. lot on this, though. Like, really, like so much, <laughs> so much, My so days. much. You have no like, idea. Like, even like, let's say, coming up with a name is already yep. like like one challenge you need to face. Uh, yep. and, and and F reality is seriously the best uh, we could go for. This is something we have been like discussing for at least two months. Like yeah. this name, <laughs> the yep. name alone, yeah. It was so yep. much four months. I think it was four months. It was probably four months. Yeah, probably was. <laughs> Yeah. So well, we have know, a lot of exciting stuff to to share, though. Like, there's going to yeah. be a lot of uh, a lot of things that are going to come our way. For sure. Like the show, the show is very polished. I think as it is now. I think we've got to, to a level where we're happy with it. But mm -hmm. it's going to be taking it to the next level. We're going to have some really cool stuff to show you. Put it that way. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like mind blowing that we have been doing this for like nine months because it doesn't yeah. feel like that at all. And no. uh, it, it's just just funny how much we have covered. And how we have changed as well. If you look at the first few podcasts, Mike still had hair here. Yeah. Now it's all gone. Well, uh, if you watch the first episodes, it's funny because we watched it back the other day. I don't have a beard, but Rowdy has a beard. It's, yeah, it's yeah. I, I, we switched. Huh? I gave it to you. Yeah. Send it through email. Send it for the post. But, yeah. uh, but also just, just the, the, the way we, we came up with this whole thing. I can remember that, that I had an idea to do a podcast. And then I, I said, like, listen, Mike, I want you to be the host. <laughs> and, yeah. and like it wasn't like the 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 let's say back then the best person to go for. Yeah. I was like, I just want to challenge Mike, and now like you're one of the best hosts we could we, we could ever wish for. So I mean, yeah, like, the, 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 the way <laughs> everything transformed, like Definitely. yeah, I mean, the, the way we we are now discussing topics is is so different than we did before. You know, for sure, it, it makes sure. more sense. We know each other better. We we control each other more now because we. Yeah. 
we we know each other way 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 too good i think um but um yeah i i am like personally i am so so pumped for for not only just just the name of reality but everything that that will like you know uh be linked to that name and what we're gonna yeah. do with it actually it's, uh, it's nice to like establish like a like a brand with such a cool yeah. name I really yeah. like that. F, F Reality really like that. is such a cool name. We, we've we've deliberated it on such a, for such a long time. Yeah. You know, we've secured all, all the sites. You know, with that name as well. So you know, we can brand it that way. And we've got a website as well, so you can go and check that out now. Yeah. It's uh, www.freality.tv. Um, and yeah, maybe you'll 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 you can have a little explore. Put it that way. Yeah. So the links are all <laughs> we, in the we description. If you want to subscribe to the channel, you can do do that by just going to the description, or uh, like someone will post it in the chat again uh, yeah. in case someone missed it out. But uh, yeah, uh, stay tuned. That that's all we can say for now. It's just yeah. funny that last week I I kind of made it already like a little mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then I was like, oh, oh, okay, what is going on? I almost exposed this whole. Yeah, life. you did. I, I you just want to rewind to Mike's face because his face was like you could see him go like that little bit flush, and he was like, oh shit, am I allowed to say this? Did yeah. I say this now? I don't think I can say this now. I think that I think that was great. the thing. Like we've been working on it for such a long time, and oh, the reveal was going to be like so important. And yeah. then like when it was like, oh, should we do it now? I, I had no preparation for it whatsoever. I was like, oh my God, this isn't the right time. But yeah, we, we you know, we are super proud of it. We're super pleased to, to relaunch it. I think it's a cool name and I'm sure you guys and girls will really enjoy it as well. Be um, sure to so turn yeah. on the notifications as well. Like everyone, uh, since we probably, when is the, when is the official date now that the we mentioned? official date. So the official date will be the 11th of August will be our first live stream from the new account. So we've got a few more episodes to go yet, but we'll keep, uh, you know, reminding you guys in the episode. So we've got a little subscriber base. Otherwise, we'll just we'll live stream on the first episode and no one will be there. Um, <laughs> spread the so word. Spread the word. Spread the absolutely. Word. Yeah. Spread the word. So that's our big news. So let's move on to our next topic. And that is uh, the Walking Dead VR. So the team at Skydance Interactive, the same team that brought you Archangel Hellfire, uh, just announced at Comic-Con this week that their new VR project is going to be called The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Now, the game will take place in New Orleans, and according to the developers, the walkers will be the least of the players' problems. That kind of sounds exciting because that will cool. follow the same format of the show, right? Yeah, because the exactly. show. It's always been a great show, and uh, it's always been the interactions with other humans that have caused the group the biggest amount of yeah, problems. The zombies you know, the... don't really matter that much anymore in the in the, in the show. That's the cool thing exactly. About it. Yeah, the zombies got like less and less interesting. Like nowadays, it's Absolutely. like oh, you just kill another zombie. Who cares? You know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's the, it's the interaction with the other the other people oh, yes. in the world because like in that kind of lawless state, it's all about you know dog eat dog. You know, the dog with the biggest teeth wins basically, and it's kind of interesting to see how that sort of unfolds. But this is kind of the game that they're, they're sort of pitching to us. And they're saying that basically it puts you in the shoes of a survivor. And the only thing we know so far is that they've teased like this, this bloody axe uh, with some hair and blood all over it. And it's basically a fireman's axe. So what they're sort of hinting at here that, you know, you can sort of take everyday objects and use them as weapons. So there'll likely be a lot of melee combat, which is kind of interesting. Um, but also from the name as well, Saint or Sinners, uh, obviously the New Orleans Saints, uh, you know, if you follow sports, you'll know who they are. Mm -hmm. um, but you can choose to be a saint or a sinner in this game. So if you want to be like a Rick Grimes type character, go and save people and rescue them from zombie sort of uh, apocalypse, then great. You can build a little sort of camp of people or you could just be a complete bastard like Negan, for example, and take Lucille around and start bashing people's skulls in. 
<laughs> so you can kind of play it the way you want to play it. So it Sounds, kind of it, it, it actually harkens me back to like DayZ back mm. when you could be a bandit um, yeah. or or a, you know a good guy, and um, your your character would kind of match that. I I love the premise of this. Mm. Huge into zombie stuff. I don't, I still like years later after we went through so much fucking zombie stuff. I still just still want more, you know? Yeah. And who, who has a better name than walking dead, you know, right now? Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And we previously just talked about, you know, Skydance interactive, you know, they've got a, a pedigree in movies and, and, and good uh, content anyway. And Archangel turned out to be a pretty good all rounder in the end. So I, I'm confident that they could probably deliver a decent walking dead game. And they have been working on it for some time. Apparently uh, we don't have any footage to show you because they haven't got a trailer or anything yet. Uh, they literally just announced it, but it will be available in 2019. And I'm sure probably at yeah. Oculus connect five, they'll, be revealing some sort of trailer or something so, for the game. so this will because i i've seen more walking dead games before some of them were very good some of them were very bad yes uh, this will be a a title that they want to promote with the the new season of the walking dead i think right uh, quite possibly, quite possibly, but you're right in that there's many different Walking Dead games out there. There's like the Telltale one, which is like uh, story driven. Yeah. There's the new one that's coming out on Xbox oh, yes. and PlayStation, which yes, again yes. looks very cool indeed. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got this VR one as well. So they're definitely pushing it out. And then we're also going to talk quickly about the AR game because we, some of us have been playing that this week as well, right? Did you guys watch the show as well? Like, did you follow it a bit? Uh, I, I, I did feel like it, it kind of uh, felt a little, uh, you know, uh, shallow after a while because, you know, with, with uh, series that are super popular, they go on forever. And, yeah. uh, and after a while, it's like, I'm just watching dialogue and that's all I'm getting now. But yeah. uh, I, I don't know what you guys think of the show. I, I think I, like think I watched the first uh, three seasons yeah same um, same and then I've afterwards watched... i kind of like hooked okay. off yeah yeah i don't know I, I i like it but i think um it it's one of those series that kind of like has strengths and weaknesses as mm. you go along the series um mm. gotten to the latest episode now i think we're in what season five or something so yeah it's, it's been going I really like the third season though i think i've gotten that far so mm. but the beginning is great like i mean if you don't know walking dead I'd say do watch it. It's definitely worth yeah. doing. For, for me, it was like, like the first season, like the first couple of episodes I really liked. And then it kind of like went a bit downhill. And then the second season didn't really like that much. But the third season really picked up the pace for me. Like, ah, I really liked that one. Uh, mm. And after that, I, even though I didn't really watch it after that anymore. I, I think yeah. I watched like the first two episodes of season four. And I was like, yeah. Not really my kind of thing. I, I, I just wonder if this new game will be open world because I still feel like if you make a Walking Dead game, it needs to be open world. I, I, I can't, I don't feel a, a VR game that is point to point. Mm. I just don't. I think Walking Dead, that's what it's all about. It's like roaming. It's like checking every place out and meet new people and, and dangerous people. And you know what I mean? As long yeah. as they do, as long as if, if it's a survival game, as long as they don't say I'm thirsty every 30 seconds, <laughs> I'll be happy. Put it that way. 30 seconds was 10 seconds. Even oh, worse. it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 30 seconds is okay. If they do 30 seconds, I'm fine. So I don't have to mute my game and listen to ABBA the entire playthrough. Okay. Yeah, I agree with what Nathie's saying, though. I mean, if you're going to do a proper zombie survival game, I mean, I'm looking straight at Dean Hall for this one. You. Oh. First off, you need to have, you know, zombies in number. You can't just have eight zombies and, and consider that to be a zombie breakout horror survival mm -hmm. game. But the survival aspect, you need the thing I, I loved about DayZ and I, I, I hope they bring to any game like this. It's got to be gritty and you've got to die. 
you there's got to be there used to be this death counter with daisy in the mod days and it was great people were not on average living past 30 minutes and mm. i i want a game to do that again interesting well we'll have to wait until oculus connect 5 i think until we see any more details about this one uh, but let's quickly touch on the walking dead ar because uh, the walking dead our world uh launched last week as well it's uh, an app for mobile so you can download it on uh apple and android phones and it's like pokemon go but with zombies and i've been checking it out this week you've been checking it out this week as well zim um yeah, 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 but uh, i think for me uh it's kind of a bit meh. Uh, I, I can't say that... I was way more excited about Pokemon Go, put it that way. Uh, I think mm. the gameplay loop of just shooting zombies is kind of boring. Uh, and the rewards are a bit lackluster to keep me coming back. The only good thing that I've seen so far is that you can clan up straight away uh, with uh, like your local community members. And they all contribute to uh, like goals together. And, and, and this group of, that I'm part of have just been like killing it. So I'm just getting like tons of stuff just from them playing the game right now. So um, you can just join and not do anything, not pretty contribute. Much, pretty much. But uh, okay. yeah, it's, it's not as interesting in my mind as Pokemon Go is. Um, I don't know if you feel the same way about it. So. I, for me, um, actually, AR games tend, I mean, they've got this behemoth, this giant, which is Pokemon Go really kills mm. with the formula. The thing I think that Pokemon Go does very well is that you can, you say more with less like their screen real estate is not cluttered mm -hmm. in pokemon go and they've actually got a lot crammed into the interface loads of characters you can find all that kind of stuff so the reinvigoration of pokemon go recently uh with content updates in the last kind of six months have been really good i've been playing loads of pokemon go and then playing this game the jurassic game um they're kind of yeah, they're not meeting the same mark of excitement. I don't find myself wanting to play those games instead of Pokemon Go. Um, I do think, however, there's one major benefit of hopping to a different AR game. And that's, or is there a supply drop near where I live? And if yeah. you live kind of out outside of a major populated area, that can be one of the most frustrating points. You're like, you know, I'm literally crippled in this game because of where I choose to live. That no, that you know, that's not going to change. And I do find that between those three games, they have different pickup points or different kind of resupply points. So, so are these pickup points like like monumental things, like uh, famous uh, places or sometimes. like Pokemon Go? Sometimes. Yeah, not always. So so I find Pokemon Go, yes. There's yeah. usually geotagged locations because it came off of the Niantic data yeah. uh, of whatever that game was, the predecessor uh, to Pokemon Go. Anyone remember it? Ingress. Ingress. Extra points that really hurt my head. That really hurt my head. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I found Jurassic and Walking Dead, and I'm sure they're doing this intentionally. Yeah. They have more supply drops, pickup points that are not coin coinciding or coalescing with Pokemon Go, yeah. which gives it a slight advantage territorially. Yeah. It, it seems like the Walking Dead is powered by Google Google uh, Maps. Uh, it seems the thing so... that always bothers me with these kind of experience because I, I've been showing the trailer for here as well, like. It looks freaking amazing if you watch that trailer. You know, you have yeah, people like using all the things, like, you know, it's completely into your world and that kind of stuff. But that's not how it is. That's no, not how it is no. at all. Like, I it's, wish it was like that. Like this, like. <laughs> yeah, but also. <laughs> like that. I mean, do you see, for example, all the. Because they, they go into a supermarket that, like, the supermarket has, like, cans on the floor and, like, you know, everything is, like. Yeah, yeah. Up. Like, but that's more know, like so AR with glasses. That well. That's what it but is. The, the AR isn't bad, but uh, you have to have a very specific environment to kind of take advantage of the AR zombies walking on the but, floor. And the thing that I found that the app doesn't do AR. a very good job of is matching the floor mm. to where the zombies are actually standing. So a, yeah. a lot of times I found with this app, you're, you're fighting floating zombies. 
But but is, is that the only thing that is AR? The zombies, or is there also like stuff laying on the floors? No, no, no. Is there no, weapons? No, no. Is there like just hands? Like they're showing no, the trailer. Just and just you have zombies. to enable it. Actually, yeah, and that's the thing I didn't like was every time you have to say, okay, put AR mode on, and then it yeah. kind of calculates the scene and it it, it spawns mm. them in. But the next time you do it, same thing again. You have to push the little make it AR. Yeah, and mm. I didn't like so, that. So according to Chad. Uh, uh, it's cool you can put down buildings like safe houses, warehouses, armories, and dump off survivors, and others can dump survivors too. And then we have another one from <laughs> Hidden Realm saying, I feel like pickles play a huge role in this. Pickles are green and juicy. And when you say Walking Dead, I think of zombies, which are also green and juicy. The only difference is, is that I like pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. Also, also not our level. Yeah. Yes, it's not our level. You, you can join next time as well. You know, yeah. <laughs> you can also be a part of the F Reality podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in 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 to list them, what would you say in order of preference? Uh, Pokemon Go, Jurassic World, and uh, this this Ooh. zombie one. Ooh. Walking Dead. Uh, what would you say is him? In, in that order, Pokemon Go first, Jurassic second. Yeah, Walking and I, I take it Jurassic World purely on the basis that the dinosaurs look really huge and they're kind of cool to look at. Fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. That, and they do shadows really well in that. But I have to say, you're missing a game that I have to keep promoting because I love it and it's great multiplayer is Smash Tanks. Right. I really enjoy Smash Tanks. <laughs> so in that slot, I'd go Pokemon Go, Smash Tanks, and then right. yeah. So, so next to Smash Tanks, uh, dinosaurs, zombies, and and, and, and Pokemon's, w what should we uh, play next in in AR? Harry Potter. That's, that's the one my right. wife is looking forward to the most. Yeah, yes, Wizards, okay. Wizards Unite. You know, that's the next big one. Mm. I think uh, we'll get everyone clustering around, sort of looking for Hermione and Ron and, and everyone else <laughs> scabbers. There's a big question here, though, and I think the answer is no. Are there any AR glasses that you can use? in as a replacement for your phone right now no no yeah. and that's what we need for it to be a huge success i think and the glasses need to be so discreet that you don't know that they're ar glasses i don't fucking care they can be a the bit clunky and nerdy i don't mind i will yeah. wear them tim just said that the zombies are still floating <laughs> yeah they are okay so let's uh move oh. on from zombies weird zombies <laughs> to uh the virtual link so this is what i was talking about at the beginning you can't jack yourself into the matrix i was just checking in jacking in <laughs> um but this is a, a kind of interesting uh, new sort of um reveal from the industry as a collaboration kind of a consortium they call it uh because this first generation of vr headsets they all kind of have a similar problem and that you need a, a load of different cables you need power you need usb hdmi then you need sensor cables it kind of takes a lot of work and effort to make it look sleek and not like a, a rat's nest of just wires. And, uh, you know, I've been using the TP cars for a little while for that reason alone. I think a lot of people are interested in the Vive official, official wireless module that's coming soon as well. So they can be tetherless and get rid of some of these cables. But the VR industry and the graphics card manufacturers, they all know this. So they all got together. And on a previous episode of the show, we sort of said, you know, uh, there was this rumor that the next generation of NVIDIA cards would have this like proprietary VR connector. And we were kind of like, that's kind of a cool idea, but everyone would need to be on board to get this to work. Turns out that's exactly what happened. They all had a big meetup and they all got together, had some sort of chips and a little dinner and some cocktails. And they all agreed on one standard, which is pretty incredible, right? Because, you know, it was AMD, NVIDIA, Microsoft, Oculus, HTC, all got together, one big happy family. And they all agreed 
on a single USB-C style connector. Nice story, Mike, by the way. That was <laughs> like that? so yeah. well articulated. <laughs> it's I mean, like, like very peaceful. It's like I was almost there, you know? It was like I was there. Um, <laughs> were there but, like, but, they were, but they were all pickles. Um, so yeah, the, the, the virtual link, uh, so like I say, it's a single USB-C style connector. So you, you get rid of everything else. It's just down to one single cable now, which is awesome. And apparently this single cable will support up to four high-speed display port display port lanes <laughs> so up to four display port lanes in a single cable uh, a usb 3.1 data channel for supporting high resolution cameras and sensors and up wow. to 27 watts of power and apparently to give it in sort of real terms this can support 4k at 120 hertz so this can support a 4k vr headset at 120 frames per second which is That's awesome over awesome. a single cable yeah. Well, the, the so if you, if you combine like multiple cables together, then we can go up to like 40k. Oh my god! You you, you, you want to go even further already? <laughs> Headset with just like cables coming yeah, in. Cables in the now, like 40k. Yeah. So will this all mean that the, the the headsets we have now will be no? So it will be the new generation that will. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to be backwards compatible, so you're stuck with it the way it is right now. But future headsets, they've all agreed that they will use this connector. The graphics card will have a connector that's the same, so you won't be taking up all these other ports on your machine, which oh, has been a problem awesome. because, you know, uh, USB expansion cards and stuff like that, we've all had yeah. to deal with these issues right. with multiple sensors yeah. and stuff. Um, and I think it's like, although it seems kind of a little bit insignificant, it's a really important step, I think, right. for the yeah, industry definitely. because... You know, they've agreed on an open standard mm. that everyone's going to use the same standard, which is great. It, it's going to increase the ease of setup. One single cable, plug in, job done, done. And future proofing and also yeah. bring in VR to more devices and smaller form factor devices as well. So like laptops there's, and stuff like that. There's one company who's laughing diabolically right now and looking to undermine this. And you know, that's Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, of course. You know, Apple just come in and do their own freaking thing like they always do. But let's be clear about it. Like Apple's uh, sort of stamp in VR right now, they're really struggling. Like it was only like last week that, you know, they've announced these external exclosures for a Mac or a, a MacBook mm -hmm. Pro that you can plug in via Thunderbolt. And now you can run a, a Vive or whatever from a Mac. Yeah, but yeah, you, yeah. you kind of need an OP Mac or this external enclosure yeah, with a graphics yeah, card in it yeah. you know so yeah. i don't think the competition from them will be anytime soon but you're probably right they will probably have their own connection Standalone. plus apple is not about gaming by the way it will be something else but what? uh I, i'm not gonna go too deep into this apple thing but i'm very happy that they that they uh agreed on this i'm, I'm surprised uh, about some companies like being on board uh, with this whole thing uh mm. and and, and I, I, I did notice already that it started to change a bit where the Vive Pro started to use a uh, display. Display port, yeah. And then you have HDMI on, on the Rift. And then, you know, it starts to get like a, a, a little cluster uh, uh, frick. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's an insider. Um, but that's what, what Zim always says, a frick. Um, All the but time. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so happy that this will be like an all-round thing. Um, mm. and, and, and it's good. It's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd love to be a fly on the wall in this meeting, you know, get some little nibbles on the table mm. there. Everyone's talking nicely and friendly. You know, I'd love to just see it all go down. It must have been a blast. Yeah. But I don't Mike, Mike, Mike thinks about this meeting as like a, a, a rainbow uh, yeah. thing, you know, <laughs> I just want to be a part of it. I want yeah. to ask you all a question because I love dividing us. You know, it's a great it's a great it's a great asset that we have. 
USB-C, for or against as a standard? I kind of like it. For. I kind of like, like it. it. I, I use it for uh, GoPro, uh, Nintendo Switch, and the new Lenovo Mirage uh, camera, which I'll be talking about very shortly. Yeah. I, I fucking hate it. I, 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 don't, I don't like the look of it. I don't no, like how it connects. I, I love USB. Two and three and all that. It's, I love USB. It's easy. Like, you don't reason, need to turn it around it anymore. You don't need to check it. Yeah. No, like PC, PC, like for me, PC is not USB BC. Because you know, Zim, whenever you do a little cheeky reach around of your PC, you know, you're trying to get that in there. It never goes in the right way. <laughs> that is true like usbs i'm also not a big fan of uh of, of usbs and and funny enough if you if you check out your usbs it's just on there you can just see how you need to put it in but for never some works. reason it never fits never works. And, th and then you turn it around and you're like no it still doesn't fit like i sometimes have moments even with my with sd cards too i'm just turning them around i'm like well and, this, and that this, is why that's why usb-c is so beautiful yeah i matter. wish i liked it yeah, okay. I know. I just well, you you won't have a choice in future. Yeah, anyway, so. I know. I know. <laughs> you just have to like oh, it well. anyway. I don't have to. Yeah, why? Why are we? Why are you asking us then? Like, if it doesn't. Well, well I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm telling I'm you, I'm telling you on something that I need to accept anyway. So I'm <laughs> just accepted. Okay. So yeah, I think it's great. Um, so let's move on to uh, <laughs> okay. VR. High five, Mike! High five! Bang! <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> So let's talk about this little device uh, here. I'll put, it, I'll put it here so you can all see it. Uh, and it is a, a Lenovo Mirage VR 180 camera. Now, I've had this thing for about a month now. I bought it. It was uh, £279.99, so quite expensive bit of kit. Um, but it's kind of one of the first consumer VR 180 cameras. There's this kind of bundle, like, right? Uh, there is, yeah, you can buy it with the Lenovo Mirage headset as a bundle as well. But that's a very expensive bundle. I think it's like... Maybe yeah. 700 or 800 quid. Yeah. Um, but this is like the first uh, sort of camera that's certified by Google as their sort of uh, flagship camera for their 180 VR platform. So I had a quick play around with it. I didn't really sort of get to grips with it that much, kind of uh, got my sort of head around it a little bit, but then kind of put it to one side, waiting for a good moment to use it. Mm -hmm. And for those that follow my channel, you'll know that every month I do like a Ask Mike Anything sort of episode. And I thought wait, this Mike, would be really great. Wait, wait, Go. the first comment that we got already on this, uh, on this, uh, on this device is VR porn. Here we come. <laughs> <laughs> you can make your own home stuff now. <laughs> yeah. well, there you go. <laughs> the, the, the Pornhub community VR page is now going to be on fire with all these like new creators out there. Yeah, that's Zim's going to love it. Zim's going to love it. Finally, a reason to get a premium account. I have never created a porn film. Thank you. <laughs> just, just a, just a consumer. <laughs> <laughs> that's publicly available all right okay so uh we digress but basically i plan to use the camera for my new ask anything um ask mike anything episode so i set it all up got it all up and running and just basically went for it now the issues i face with this camera because there are so many issues that i faced with it i thought i'd just kind of go through it with you so first things first is that the audio on this device absolutely sucks so you're always going to have to record your audio separately um, and then secondly, after a short amount of time, this baby is just going to cook and overheat. So I think oh. it took about 16 to 17 minutes. And then the thing just shut itself off and was like, no, screw you. I'm way too hot. I'm just turning myself off. So that kind of sucks. Sounds familiar to you, Mike, does it? 
always <laughs> so but if you're in the middle of a recording you know you're in your little vibe you're in your flow and then it just turns itself off then that kind of sucks mm. so i had to wait like five or ten minutes for it to cool down first to then start re-recording again and then after five oh. minutes it just turned itself off again so i was like okay I'm, I'm kind of done with this now and then i had my raw footage so the raw footage is in like 4k uh so it's pretty big files i think the the raw footage combined for a 20 minute video was uh, about eight gigabytes oh. so the other issue that i had with this which is the major issue right now is that to edit the video in premiere you need to basically convert the video files and you can only use that do that by using a mac or linux you can't actually do that on windows right now what yeah so google released the tools but only for mac and linux so you have to convert it on a mac so then for me, I had to basically transfer it to USB, take it to a Mac, convert it, which took four hours, then bring it back to my PC. By that time, it doubled in size to like 17 gigabytes. Then I edited it. And then during editing, I found out that because this runs at a variable frame rate, oh, no. that the audio oh, no. audio is not oh, in no, sync. No, 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 oh. no. You're not like, are you, are you kidding me? So this no. thing, everything it records... Variable frame rate. Oh, that's a disaster. Yep. Mike, 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 have you got a bin in that room? Because yeah, it's, it's going like... to come in handy in about two minutes. <laughs> <It's> like... <Yeah. laughs> also, um, isn't 4K a bit low for 180? Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it looks good natively when you put it in the go. Great. When you upload it to YouTube, it compresses it in a way that makes it look a bit Vaseline-y, put it that way. Um, so <laughs> the whole process from like start to finish probably took about 12 hours just to edit a VR 180 video. And then even then I had to remove, um, cause I normally have like the tweets pop up in the video. So oh, people yeah. can see like the tweets that were originally posted, asking me questions. And I thought that'd be really neat looking in yeah. VR and you can add that in there, but it just looks so off and is actually to a point where it could make people sick. So oh. I just had to remove all so that. In, in what way then? Like, uh... How does it look like in VR if you want? So, between... so you can, you, you, if you have it dead center, it looks square. But if you remove it slowly down, so it's around my sort of like waist height, so natural sort of place you would place it, it's curved. Uh, and it does have a 3D effect that you can add to it. And you can add to how far in terms of the user's oh. distance you want it to be. So like six mm. feet, three feet, roughly. But when I played around with it, nothing, I, could, I couldn't really get it to make uh sense in a, in a nice comfortable way so in the end i just removed it all so did you did you have like an opportunity to check it out uh in vr while you were editing no it? no and this is the thing like i had no idea how this was going to look until i transferred yeah. it to my go yeah. and watched it in my go before i uploaded it to youtube um so there's no way during editing that you can really check it out unless you put it in anagraph mode and use red and blue uh 3d glasses that's sure. the only way you can check it right now Oh, that's yeah. brilliant, by the way. <laughs> I don't have a pair because I'm not like not. We're not living in the '80s, you know. So, <laughs> so, so let's say, so let's say I'm rowdy and I buy this VR 180, you know, and I'm like, I, 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 I don't have a Mac, and and I, I like to, you know, go on, on Windows. So what if I just buy a Mac and then put Windows on there and then try again? No, it's not going to work. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you need the. the it is like Mac bound to yeah, yes. okay. like the Mac software. Like apparently it, it will be coming to Windows soon, but it's just not there right now. And it's a shame because Google are kind of very interested in VR 180. I know they're trying to get a lot of VR creators on, or like not VR creators, but creators on board to start using these sort of devices. But I think the the process, even for someone that's an enthusiast like me mm. and is happy to sort of experiment, is very painful. Very yeah. painful. I think they don't use the word enthusiast. I think they use the word sadist, Mike. 
<laughs> I can't take you seriously wearing those glasses, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't see anything. They're actually completely blocked the other side, so uh, oh, very uncomfortable uh, to wear. Yeah, um, you're right. Like, I, I, I asked the question about the like. So this is 180. Do yep. you have any experience? Because I have a little bit of experience with like 360 cameras. And yep, uh, I've never I've never tried to upload a 360 video. But the funny thing is, like in the encoding settings, you have to upload it to Premiere as a 360 and then crop it to a 180. Just kind of strange huge problems with uh, with doing 360 as a, as a video format because what, what i always say like you know when it when you watch a movie uh mm. the director has something in mind that you want to look at mm, yeah. yeah so if it's a movie it makes sense that it is that is it's, it's dead center or like a little bit off center because you have a certain frame vo 180 would work much better for that because you mm. have that that yeah. 180 mm. degrees and you can still yeah. work with a with a center kind of view where you can look at everything exactly. is still yeah. in your field of view because your eyes are actually up to always a 210 degrees so it makes mm. much much more sense to do that kind of stuff for for a movie kind of experience than a 360 video we were yeah. just so talking that's why youtube is also investing much more in, in the vr 180. Yeah, I, I feel like like 180 could be become the, like the standard uh, on youtube instead of like 360. 360 is still like a niche yeah. where you there, there needs to be something that you want to do with 360. It, it works it to happen everywhere around yeah. you, but with 180, it more... works very well for like, you know, like if you want to uh, film like a landscape or like some kind of time lapse kind of scene yeah. where there's not a single point of focus where you need to talk to, or if it's some kind of like a uh, game experience, like for example, where, you know, someone is talking in your, in your right uh, ear and then someone is talking yeah. in your left ear when it's like more like a game experience than like a movie. I think that yeah. would work. Uh, yeah. I think like 180 is also getting closer to what YouTube is already offering at this moment. It gets yeah, yeah. closer to what people already do. If they need to make a 360, let's say you're a vlogger or you are a gamer or you are like a, a 180 camera is much more uh, like it, it's easier to use and it makes more sense to use than a, a 360 for many genres on YouTube, I think. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would say that the, the, the audio desync is like a deal breaker, I think. Yeah, that, that's like a huge problem. Do you think they yeah. can fix that in the software or something? Is that just... I, I doubt it. I doubt it. I think it's a limitation of the hardware because of the 4K uh, sort of uh, resolution. Wait, so I think... You, you can't convert that either, like to like a constant frame rate, like again, could, like it would just take another four hours, but... You could you could handbrake it. You could you probably yeah. could, but I don't know if a handbrake is compatible with this VR format. Yeah. I have no idea. I didn't try it, but you're right. You probably could do something like that. Uh, but I think the limitations are right now to use a device like this. It needs to be on a tripod because any movement could cause the viewer motion sickness. It kind of needs to be at eye level, which is something that I didn't necessarily take into account that much to make it feel natural, like you're actually having a conversation with someone, which mm. makes sense. Good feedback mm. from people that commented on the video. You need to record audio separately. Uh, so I think, you know, for short little clips of maybe an event, so like say maybe Oculus Connect 5, just put this in the corner somewhere and just capture a little bit of the ambience of, a, of, a, mm -hmm. of an event. You could do a quick clip like that, but I don't know. It's kind of a bit limited. Whether or not yeah. I'll keep it, I, I really don't know. I mean, right there now. are more 180 cameras out there, but they are just yeah. out of the out of like a price range for consumers. So this is like the closest you get to yeah for that you're, price you know you're not going to find this on an adult movie shoot put it that way in terms of vr you know <laughs> overheating every 15 minutes the actors are going to get a real problem there so. but, uh, <laughs> it only lasts two minutes such a scene so <laughs> well, you are you are right about the static uh, thing because i did watch a couple of vlogs in 182 
And I felt like a little like smurf on a on a selfie stick and I was like bouncing around and I got like kind of motion sick. I do yeah. feel like that and that's why YouTube is working on this and they, they want people to explore it because they yeah. want to create like a format for it because there isn't there is no format for it right now. All these problems you are now encountering is something they want to get out of this like they want to get like away from that so mm. creators can just grab the camera and done they are ready to go without any issues so yeah it was a fun experiment and i'm, I'm glad i tried it uh you know i learned a lot doing it so it's always fun to sort of learn new things but for me until they really release the windows uh vr 180 creator app i'm probably not going to touch it again so hopefully that's that's sometime in the near future don't you find that the like we just talked about a standard which is coming for the actual physical cables but when it comes to like video formats no longer are we in a situation where you have different types of tapes and you know a reader for the tape we're in digital and you'd think that that means that it's super easy to access you know old family memories and stuff but i do find like for 180 and 360 stuff the the file that's generated is not easy to get at and and in five years and 10 years and 15 years, am I going to be able to even read that file anymore? So like I hesitate to even get on board with any of this stuff. I've tried them. Sometimes mm. they're good, but I did it's because there is no it's it's a problem. No, no, but I, I do feel like there is no standard yet. Like 360 yep. is, is, is still uh, like a thing. 180 just came around the corner. Uh, there will be more out there and, and how that's going to look like. As we said, like like quality wise as well, there's so much to learn here. Uh, mm. It's just like yeah. I think if you make a good 180 camera, it's it's gonna be too expensive for consumers. What like, was that? Uh, we covered this a while ago, Mike. Um, the the Facebook Facebook said they were going to support. I, I, am I right in saying 3D models? Uh, did they also say 180? I'm trying to remember because I remember they said there was some major update coming that was going to uh, for, for Oculus Oculus Home. No, uh, Facebook. Yeah. Nearly. Oh, um, possibly VR 180, because I think they've all kind of agreed, like you said, it's a more curated standard uh, and it's better higher resolution, you know, than the 360. Uh, it looks nicer, I think, in my opinion. But yeah, maybe you're, you're probably right. But I think my viewers, like a lot of my viewers watched it in VR with the Go or like uh, using the Rift, using like Opera browser. Uh, and they, they really enjoyed it. They thought it was cool to like kind of have a little look, a limited look around the studio as I was talking. So it, it, it does kind of add something which is interesting, but I think we're just a little way off it being sort of like the norm, put it that way. Yeah, good job on going through the grueling effort to get there, Mike. That's a yeah, it was, you know, for round. science, for <laughs> science. That's what we do. You do it up for science, right, Zim? Yeah, yeah. So, so let me uh, sort of round this one up. If you've got any questions you want to ask, chuck them in the uh, in the in the comments in the chat now. And uh, just a reminder, you know, obviously it's a it's a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show live streamed every Saturday on Nathie's YouTube channel for now. Uh, and then you can tune into the show at 7 p.m. in Europe, 6 p.m. in the UK, 12 midday in Central US. Like I said, though, you know, we're going to be rebranding this whole thing. It's going to be called F Reality in the very near future. Our first very First live stream will be on the 11th of August using the brand new brand and the brand new channel. So please go over to the F Reality YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you turn the notifications on. A link is in the description down below. And if you're interested, also check out our website, which is www.freality.tv. Um, so, yeah. Beautiful. Uh, a little uh, bit of news here, Mike, for uh, just a free weekend for anyone looking to check out these two titles. Total polar opposites. Uh, but we've got a free weekend on for Onward and Orbis VR. So if you're into kind of Milsim, yes. Onward is definitely top dog. And Orbis is the best thing that we've got that kind of is equivalent to WoW. So if you're into MMOs, you know, go get your uh, wizard stick out. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, uh, we why not? One question, by the way. I think it's for you, uh, Mike. Uh, does VR 180 in the browser of the Go Now work? It didn't before. Yes. So there is a way you need to do it. If you play it in the browser of the Go, it will look like a normal video. Same with normal YouTube. But what you need to do is you need to make it full screen. And then there's options down there to convert it to VR 180, just 180, top and bottom, side by side. There's tons of different options in there, so then you can watch it. You can do all kinds of things with those options. Yeah. And uh, also content. So, so when, when you announced the new uh, name of our podcast, uh, people were uh, wondering what F stands for. Now, uh, that's something you can just uh, make up for yourself. It can be, be, be anything. Uh, I would love to see some like <laughs> suggestions on what, what that thing should be F stands mean. for. Um, yeah. Be creative. Uh, I'm, I'm very curious. But uh, yeah, again, uh, you know, if you want to subscribe to the to the new channel, then that would be great because we're now like kind of the moving. It's like, like, you know, uh, uh, cleaning yeah. everything up, going to the next uh, uh, like location. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you want to do that, then it would be great if you enjoy this podcast and you're watching it every week, then uh, yeah, just subscribe up front. And uh, before you know it, uh, a whole new epic podcast uh, drops. Like it, it's going to be fire. It's oh, going yeah. yeah, to be the best podcast on this entire planet that is all about VR, AR, and and, and dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, that is for sure. <laughs> for sure. We've got so much cool stuff to show you. So, uh, yeah. So, make sure you stay tuned for that one. It's been a blast, as always. Thank you for joining us in the chat. And uh, thank you for listening, if you're an audio listener, on the podcast as well. And uh, until then, we'll see you on next week's show. So, until then, have a good week. And bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Cheers. See you all see later. You later.